Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, January 16th. This is Beth Slovic with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Former Governor Kate Brown left office last week, but not before taking full advantage of one of her privileges as governor. She granted clemency to large classes of convicted Oregonians and dozens of individuals, far more than her predecessors in office. Her decisions to reduce people's sentences or forgive them entirely for past misdeeds made Brown one of the country's most enthusiastic governors to exercise clemency authority, reports Noelle Crombie of the Oregonian Oregon Live. Before she left office Monday, Brown pardoned nearly 50,000 people with convictions for possession of small amounts of marijuana and made an estimated 73 juvenile offenders who were convicted in adult court eligible to pursue parole once they've served 15 years. She commuted the sentences of nearly 1,000 people in response to the COVID-19 pandemic and about three dozen more as a reward for their firefighting efforts in the historic 2020 wildfires, Crombie reports. She also commuted 104 individual cases during her tenure and granted 130 pardons. Those include 35 commutations, and 68 pardons in her final 10 months. By comparison, John Kitzhaber granted eight commutations and two pardons, and Ted Kulongoski granted 53 commutations and 20 pardons. Former Portland Mayor Sam Adams started working for the current mayor, Ted Wheeler, in 2021, with the goal of helping the city recover from a number of challenges, including the pandemic and a spate of gun violence. Adams announced last Tuesday he was leaving Wheeler's office due to health concerns stemming from chronic anemia. He repeated that claim Friday, prompting Wheeler to tell the Oregonian, Oregon Live, and other media outlets that he forced Adams out after multiple female city employees complained about Adams' bullying behavior. City officials said they shared the complaints with Adams earlier in the month. For his part, Adams said he never got details about the complaints because he quickly disclosed his health concerns and offered to resign. He earned $154,000 a year as Wheeler's Director of Strategic Initiatives. Governor Tina Kotek returns to Salem Tuesday as the Oregon legislature begins its 2023 session. Lawmakers are likely to focus on housing, homelessness, the semiconductor industry, mental health services, and care for people with addiction during the six-month session. On criminal justice, lawmakers will consider whether to allocate more money for the state's system of public criminal defense, which has suffered from a shortage of attorneys for criminal defendants. Democrats also want to take up additional gun control proposals, including raising the age to purchase most firearms from 18 to 21, reports Hillary Borud of the Oregonian Oregon Live. Republicans grew their numbers in November but failed to pick up a majority of seats in either chamber. They plan to push for tax cuts, an early income tax rebate, and changes to the state's new law that agricultural workers be paid overtime starting this year, Borwood reports. All of this wrangling will happen against a grim financial backdrop. State economists predict Oregon will enter a mild recession this year. A dead whale washed up on the northern Oregon coast Saturday. What was unusual about the event was the whale was a sperm whale. Sperm whales thrive in deep waters. They only move to shallow waters when they're in trouble. And most whales that wash up on Oregon shores are gray whales. Photos of the carcass, found along the coast of Fort Stevens State Park near Astoria, show at least one gash on the animal. 
It wasn't clear Sunday whether the wound caused the whale's death or if the whale was perhaps hit by a vessel after it was languishing. Male sperm whales can grow up to 52 feet and live 60 years. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.